0: welcome to the my inner tiger podcast i'm your host sydney DiCamella. i'm also a wife mother master life coach course creator and spiritual sherpa over the past few years i have overcome extreme anxiety depression addiction infertility and chronic illness and as a result i've made it my life's mission to teach other women like you that no matter what battle you're up against you have an inner tiger a power within to create and manifest whatever your heart desires. If you are tired of being a victim and ready to be boss of your life, you have come to the right place. Each episode, I'm gonna share tools, teachings, and techniques I have used and taught countless other women so that together we can create a life beyond our wildest dreams. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that your inner tiger is just waiting to be unleashed. I'm so happy you've tuned in. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful souls and welcome back to the My Inner Tiger podcast. So excited for today's guest. Her name is Alina. Alina, tell me really quickly, I just thought about this, how you pronounce your last name? Sabadish. Okay. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I was thinking, I totally forgot to ask that. Um, So Alina is a yoga instructor. She is a race Reiki master and teacher. She's an entrepreneur in the health and wellness field. And with a focus on natural healing, letting the body heal itself right up our alley. Um, She's also a mama of two with one on the way. And I'm so excited to have her here. Um, Before I Pass this over to her. I want to just tell you guys how we originally met. So I met Alina through a it's called a crunchy mom's group here in Florida and uh on Facebook actually. And um, and at the time I was looking for a surrogate to carry our second child. And by the way, this is the first time I'm telling anyone on the podcast that um, we are in the process with another surrogate right now and hope to do a embryo transfer in the next month, which is so exciting. Um, I'll go into more about that later. I don't want to take away from Alina right now, but if you follow me on social media, I um, I will have posted about that before this episode actually does air. So that was long-winded, but I met Alina through that group and Alina was originally somewhat interested in being a surrogate with um, for us. And so we talked and had just an instant connection. We loved each other. And, um, and it turns out that she decided she wanted to have her own child again um, sooner than later. So she decided not to do it the surrogate. I was very sad at first, but it all works out for a reason. So um, with all of that long winded intro, sorry, I would love to pass it over to Alina. And again, thank you so much, Alina, for being here. And um, Oh my gosh. <laughs> thank you
1: so much for having me and for that introduction. That was beautiful. And congratulations. I'm so
0: excited for you guys. Oh, thank you. And I'm so excited for your one on the way as well. That's just so exciting. Um, so, okay. Alina, tell us a little bit about your background, a little more about you and how you ended up falling into this whole health and wellness space. Sure.
1: Thank you. So I'll keep it as concise as I can. I grew up um, always pretty healthy lifestyle. Um, My dad is a medical doctor. My mom also comes from the realm of uh, medicine and science. And so I was raised with more of a, I'd say my healthcare was more of a medical paradigm. And so around uh, going to college, I really started uh, asking some questions about some health issues that I had that were really chronic. And uh, just to give a little bit of, you know, some examples, my cycles were horrible. I had migraines all the time. I got sick all the time. And so I was, I thought I was healthy because I was exercising. I was dancing. I was competing, did athletics. I was very active and I ate fairly well or so I thought, but I was still sick and having all these symptoms. So I just started asking some questions and making some decisions and really just trying to heal my body myself because I'm fiercely independent. That's just what I like to do. I like to be in charge and be empowered. And so I started using my body as really my own experiment, I guess you could say, and trying different things, removing different things, I really started practicing yoga seriously around that time, mainly for mental health benefits, actually, but the physical health benefits um, and spiritual benefits were also profound. And I started cooking every bit of food that I put in my mouth. So for a long time, I went through different lifestyles as far as my eating habits went, but ultimately I stopped consuming anything that I didn't know what was going in my body. And I started listening to my body and I started healing my body and removing certain um, pharmaceutical drugs, for example, and realizing I could actually heal from certain things myself and do it naturally and not have these side effects. And so that just really kickstarted my passion. And uh, I was so much happier and healthier as a person that I just kept getting motivated to learn more and more and more. <laughs> and that really took me into doing it as a profession. So I went from the marketing world um, working for some cool brands, um, into working for myself when I was 24. And so it's been about eight years now, um, 24, 25 of doing my own thing and helping other people heal as well, using all different kinds of modalities, which we'll talk about more. So that's the long story
0: short <laughs> It's kind of how I got into it was healing myself. Awesome. I can relate to that. Same here. Um, Okay. So you do so many different things. I know that you are a massive yoga instructor. You also teach pole classes and your pole dances that you've posted online are just like mesmerizing, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, you, I will put her social media link in the show notes. I want you guys to go check out some of her stuff. I don't know. I've seen them in stories I was thinking if you don't have them in your main feeds, Alina, you need to put those in your feeds because they're so fun to watch. Like I just love
1: oh, you got it. You got it. I've been loving playing around with pole. I've been a dancer since I was three years old. So pole is a fun way for me to stay in, in the dance world without, you know, killing my body in a
0: ballet class or something like that. Right. And it's just so, um, so feminine to watch you do it when you're pregnant as well. Like I just, I've seen those and I'm just like always in awe of you. So, wow. Um, So you do yoga, you do pole, you do, um, you're a Reiki master and teacher, you do essential oils. I know you've been tapping into some stem cell patches lately. So I want to just inform, kind of give the basics on each of these things that you do, because I'm a huge fan of all of them. And, uh, and so why don't we start with like, I think we all know what yoga is and the benefits of that. But if you want to go into a little bit of some things that many people may not know about yoga and we can start with yoga.
1: Sure. Okay. Yeah. So I got into yoga when I was a teenager, my pediatrician actually at the time did yoga, which was kind of still rare in this part of Florida I didn't really know people who practiced yoga and she told me that the long lean muscles were a side effect of yoga and that kind of piqued my interest because as a dancer long lean muscles were everything that was the focus and so the idea of doing exercise not for a physical primary reason maybe a secondary or tertiary reason was intriguing to me so I started practicing um, as a I don't know 15 16 year old um, at home on PBS and, you know, getting VHS tapes and stuff like that. And uh, kind of lost it when I went to school, and I went to college up north, and was reminded about yoga by a friend who was benefiting. She had very uh, severe ADHD and she would go to hot yoga and afterwards she'd be able to focus and do her homework. And I was like, I need anything to help me focus. And so I started going to hot yoga and it became a way that I could finally stop the constant chatter in my mind. And I experienced periods of maybe not total silence, but just of a clarity and of a presence. And that to me made yoga my primary form of mental health care. And so that's really why I do yoga and it keeps me strong and flexible and it's fun, but that's what it really gave me. So maybe that's something that could be a new take for people is that yoga can be really great mental healthcare, because it helps you meditate by warming the body, by breathing, and by being really present in your body. And that really changes everything. Once you can stop that constant chatter, whether that's anxiety or depression or anger, whatever kind of program you're in, (laughs) and stop that, you can do anything you want, because you're no longer held back by that jail, you know, of your thoughts. So that's really what yeah, what yoga gives me, and what I hope to share with people in my classes.
0: Right, I can absolutely attest to that. I'm a yoga goer myself, even though I haven't been doing it lately, and I need to. <laughs> um, I used to go all the time before I was pregnant with my son, so I'm trying to get anything.
1: it's hard with kids. It's hard once you have. Honestly, it is, and you can do the simplest yoga practice at home. You can sit and breathe and do a few stretches, and that totally is yoga. You know, I, I tell people, they ask, do you do yoga every day? And I say, yeah, it doesn't look like yoga all the time. Sometimes I'm just not yelling at my kid when he really (laughs) pissed me off. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like taking a breath and being like, no, I don't want to react to that anger right now. You know,
0: Mm -hmm. that's yoga too. Yeah, totally. I've never felt more in shape in my life as I did when I went to yoga five days a week.
1: Oh yeah. That's a great amount. Yeah.
0: Uh, Yeah. Three kids.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I had a teacher. uh...
0: Oh, go ahead. I have a yoga studio right down the street from our house. And for a while it was just like my thing every single day at 10 AM I was in yoga and I became, I just had this, like, I felt like a had a warrior body. Right. (laughs) It was just, yeah. I felt amazing.
1: You will. And that's the cool, that's kind of what keeps you going because you feel so great. And so I, one of my teachers used to say, if you want to change your body, practice yoga like three or four times a week. If you want to change your life, practice yoga five to six times a week. So if you're in the position that you can go to regular studio classes or private instruction, most days of the week, you're, you're good. Like your body is good. Your mind's good. You know, everything's good. And you're going to connect to your body in a way that allows you to make better choices in every area of your life.
0: Right. And I also think there's a big component to doing it in a group. The group energy together Mm -hmm. um, really makes a big difference. I've tried doing yoga alone in my house and I don't get nearly the same benefit. So when you go in a group, you are like there, you're committed, you're present. There's nowhere else you need to be you know, and it's just like, absolutely with everyone else holding each other accountable. And I love that aspect of it. So.
1: Yeah. Group, group energy is powerful. I like to kind of compare it to what maybe our ancestors would have gotten in like a church or a temple or, you know, some kind of group prayer meditation, um, service. And then maybe we've pulled away from some of these religions for both positive and negative reasons. Right. But we still, as humans crave this sacred space where we come together and we do things in ritual. That's actually really important, I believe to our health as communities. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't have to be a really like strict religious community. We can get similar energy generated
0: in a yoga class. Right. Exactly. I, I totally agree with that. Awesome. Okay. So Let's move on to Reiki. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about what Reiki is? Because everyone listening might not know, even though everyone's probably heard of it, they may not know. So sure. What is it? Yeah.
1: So I got introduced to Reiki in college, my final semester, I was just a little bit shy of credits in order to graduate and they could be whatever credits I wanted. I just had to put something in there. So I chose a class called Strategies and Stress Reduction because I thought that would be the easiest class that I could do and it would help me, um, my, my stressful last semester. And someone came and talked about Reiki in that class and she gave Reiki to hospice patients and cancer patients in hospital settings and actually had research on how they helped people. But it wasn't really the research that kind of intrigued me. It was this overwhelming feeling of deja vu And knowing that as she was talking about it and what it was that I had actually been practicing this um, my whole life unknowingly. So essentially Reiki is an energy healing technique that originally comes from Japan. But you see hands-on healing in cultures all over the world. Um, Even in, say, certain Christian communities with laying of hands or talking about a Holy Spirit, uh, really in cultures, in shamanic cultures, traditional cultures... Everywhere you see some kind of energy transfer between a practitioner and a recipient. And that energy is not from the practitioner or the shaman or the healer. It's just channeled through them. They're basically sending source energy. So I like to compare it to if you have a child and they fall and they stub their toe, you will most likely put your hand on or near that toe or on them somewhere. And children will tell you that it makes it better, you know? It really does. That's the thing. It's not just pretend it really does make you feel better. And so Reiki is just this, whether it's hands-on or hands-off, it's an energy transfer of the most loving energy that you can think of that keeps us alive and well. So when we don't have healthy lifestyles or healthy relationships or healthy choices, we can get depleted in that energy. And so Reiki can just help fill us up again and start to heal on, um, a really deep level, so it's it's profound. I, I was very skeptical at first, but I something called me to get certified in all the levels, and the more I practiced, the more experiences I had that validated that we are so much more than we can see and that we are able to be guided by an energy or higher power or however you want to call it. It's, it works no matter what religion or non-religion you are. So that's why I love it too.
0: Right. Yes. And just as a consumer of many Reiki sessions, not with Alina, but I'm sure hers are absolutely phenomenal just because of who she is. Um, I can say that they work wonders, like in really clearing out your energy centers, you know, I'll let her talk a little bit about this. We have seven energy centers called our our chakras and, um, And just going through each of those centers and just clearing out all of the things that don't belong to you, energies that don't belong to you, that are not yours, that, um, you know, just give you a lower vibration. Um, you want to go into a little bit more about how that works?
1: Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So that's basically like energy anatomy. So when you look at acupuncture, uh, acupuncture charts, for example, um, every little point that they might put a needle people might actually consider an energy center. So you have thousands of little points in your body. You are so much more than your physical body, you are energy as well. Those same charts, we saw similar charts from ancient India and South America. So these uh, healers many, many years ago knew that we were so much more than our physical body, that there was an energy body. And we know this now, we're starting to see validation of this through measuring, for example, heart frequencies, things like that. They can be measured from outside of the body. So we are emitting energy and we emit light as well. And so we're much more than we can see with the naked eye. And so that's really what Reiki is working with is the practitioner is able to, through basically intuition and developing certain spiritual gifts, tap into either seeing that or sensing that or being instructed to manipulate that energy. And though it seems wild, when you get an energy session and you feel physical sensations in your body, even when you're not being touched, you can't help but start to believe, wow, maybe there's something to this, especially if your practitioner is maybe a medium or intuitive themselves, and they can start to kind of translate what some of this stuff means. So for example, I might get colors or symbols, or even sense that someone's loved ones who have passed on are in the room. And these are all things that have been heightened. The more I practice, I'm not special because of this. We all have special gifts like this. We just usually don't pay enough attention to them to be able to use them. And so that's the kind of stuff that Reiki um, awakens. It seems crazy until you are open enough to try it. And uh, I really encourage anyone who's at least a little curious about Reiki to find a practitioner they resonate with and, and try a session and maybe even become attuned to yourself and become certified to give Reiki to yourself and to others.
0: Right. I want to touch on an experience that I had during a Reiki session. Um, I have a friend, Valerie, who's done multiple Reiki sessions on me. And one in particular, um, was at my wedding weekend in, uh, in St. Martin. Um, we, it was the night before the wedding and I was really nervous and, you know, just wanted to her if she would do Reiki on me just to calm me down. And, um, so she did. And during the session, my dad appeared to her and my dad has passed away. And, um, and he was like, tell Sydney, I love her. And he said, tell her, or he said, tell sweet pea, I love her. Now, Valerie has never met him. She never knew that he called me Sweet Pea my whole life. And um, I just lost, I'm crying right now thinking about it. I just lost it, like it was just, and the room felt like um, like crystal I I can't even tell you, it was like the this chill, this beautiful, perfect chill in the air. And then um, my brother and sister just happened to walk in and they could feel it. And we told them what had happened. And we all just kind of sat there in the room and all like my father was there is what it felt like. He was there. Oh yeah, he definitely was there.
1: He was there. <laughs> yeah, that's so beautiful. He was there the
0: whole weekend, actually. He, there
1: was another really- Absolutely, it was your wedding weekend. Of course, dad's gotta be there. Bizarre things that happened.
0: <laughs> yeah, so um, ooh, it was like- so powerful, but right. You're right. It's, you know, the more, if you're really in tune to things like that, then you can channel or, you know, get in touch with things on the other side or different spiritual levels that we can't see with our eyes. So, um, just, yeah, love it. I'm a, i am I love Reiki. <laughs>
1: that's, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that with me. That is beautiful. It, it really does take just a willingness You know, if, if this helps anyone for years, as a child, I would see things out of the corner of my eyes and I would hear things in my ears. And that's not something you can really talk about with maybe parents who are really scientific or medical or non-religious like mine were. So I was always told, Oh, it's your brain. Your brain is so interesting that I can do that and kind of give you information like that. And sure. Maybe it was being given to me through my brain, but it wasn't until my Reiki master teacher who trained me saw me looking out of the corner of the eyes when we were doing a full moon fire ceremony in her backyard in rural Long Island. And she just could see that I could see. And she said, you're not crazy. You're not crazy. It's real. And as she said that a plane flew overhead and it was the coast guard plane that her brother had passed away in many years before as validation. And she, and she just said, Hey Dave. And she just said it so casually because she is, she talks to him and feels him all the time. Because they're there. The belief in many of these circles, these spiritual circles, is that the other side is right there. They don't go somewhere far away, you know? And when the, that veil is thin and you're feeling that energy and those shivers, and the, I love how you said a cold, crystalline structure of the air, that's those moments of connections. And those are so sacred. And the more of that we can tap into,
0: the more self-healing we can do, because yeah. I'm sure that
1: was profoundly healing to get that message from oh, your
0: dad. Yeah. Yes, it really was. And I can, you know, I've had other experiences like that in my healing journey as well. So, God, I love talking about this stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Me too. Um, Yeah, so I would recommend, um, I'm curious sorry, what I was going to say is I would highly recommend getting in touch with Alina. Alina lives in St. Pete, Florida. So if you're anywhere in the near area, then definitely reach out to her. And again, her information will be in the show notes, but Alina, do you do remote Reiki? I absolutely do.
1: So I can do uh, yoga sessions or Reiki at a distance. So the idea is that we're sending energy from one person to another. Doesn't matter if we're in the same room or if we're many, many miles away. So yes, I do remote healings. And those can be even more powerful sometimes because I can't see you. I have no way of knowing anything really about you. And so you're still getting incredibly validating information and healing that's happening. And it's, it's that much more profound when I'm not there. Right. Cause we can't say, oh well, she just has a calming presence or, oh, I like the sound of her voice or something like that. Right. When you can't even see the person or hear them, but yet there's still that energy transfer. Um, and you, I get a lot of intuitive information at a distance as well. So that's always fun to do readings from a distance. I feel like spirit helps me out a little bit more yeah, because they're not there. (laughs) So they give me a little bit more information. Right. And so for people who are maybe were skeptical or are skeptical, like I was before I started doing this work, um, distance healing can be a really fun way to
0: kind of, um, awaken you to some of the possibilities. Mm -hmm. And I would add to that. I've done. Lots of remote energy work, lots of Reiki, lots of body code, it's all the same thing through energy. Um, and energy doesn't have any recollection of time and space. So there's no need. energy just is, and there's no need to be in a general vicinity of for a lot of this work. It's it's like she said, just as powerful from afar because we're all one, we're all connected and energy is just energy, right? So, yeah, That's a,
1: that's a great point. We like to say there's no such thing as time or space in my trainings, um, because you mentioned distance healing. I love that you brought up the time thing because yeah, you can send healing to your past or even to your future. So that is, uh, that is fun, fun stuff that we do in some of our level two trainings is actually sending healing to different parts
0: of time. Oh, I love that. Cool. <laughs> Um, Okay, so we've touched on yoga, we've touched on Reiki. So now let's talk about essential oils. And you are a master at essential oils. I can say that for sure because I work with her with my all my essential oil stuff. So tell us about what you do with oils and how they can heal people.
1: Sure. So I will make this again as concise as I can because this is something if you were like Alina, you you need to record 10 hours of content on oils, I'd be like, all right, let's go. Yeah, I mean, that's what i can speak talk to that. Talk about. <laughs> um, so I got into, I had always loved pretty smells and I had always loved plants and I really got into essential oils. I used to work for Whole Foods Market. I did marketing for them and we had some oils. And so I started using them more and more. And someone asked me when I was teaching a yoga class, actually, I had a little grapefruit oil. If I had heard of a brand called doTERRA. And so I I hadn't at the time doTERRA was still a a new company. Now we're the largest essential oil company in the world. Um, But basically what doTERRA had done was created a standard of essential oils that are pure and uh, non-adulterated. So most of the essential oils on the market previously were more for scent and aromatherapy purposes. But if you take the actual, just pure plant essence itself without any fillers, without any additives or anything synthetic, you're just taking the very essence of the plant. So you're taking the aromatic uh, volatile molecules basically that help heal the plant. And then you can use those to heal yourself as well, because there's a lot of, um, if we look at evolution and how we evolved in conjunction with plants, there's a kind of give and take, there's a benefit, and there's a lot of things in nature that we see in ourselves as well, similar patterns. And so essential oils that maybe attract pollinators for the plant or help a plant heal if it's been ripped up in the wild, we can use those for different health benefits, especially if we know exactly what we're getting. So I was introduced to this whole new world and and getting books and seeing, wow, these are basically plant medicines and they can be used for different purposes. So I just dove in. Um, The big thing that really made me a believer was I had quite a bit of anxiety when I was still in the corporate world. And I know that was part me, but part also my environment, but still I suffered and I was actually highly introverted. I didn't really like to leave my house and people, I tell people that they're like, really? Cause I'm such a people person, but I just, I, I suffered with uh, just all kinds of mental stuff. I mean, yoga really helped. Meditation really helped, but I found that essential oils helped me get to that better place so much faster. So it might take me like an hour of yoga, an hour of meditation to calm myself down, but I could do it in minutes or even seconds with certain essential oils. So I learned how powerful they were for emotional healing, and I just dove in. And so for the last almost eight years, they've been my primary form of healthcare: um, essential oils, but also supplements and nutrition and right living. But my babies are oil babies, so. Riker and Jordy know that if they have a hurt tummy, I am rubbing an oil on their belly or if they have a cough, I'm getting the cough oils. So we're able to treat really everything at home. And luckily we've been able to, for the most part, avoid uh, doctors or medicines um, or things like that. And we're still super grateful for those practitioners in our lives, but I just much prefer to be able to handle our health concerns from home in a way that's uh, really safe <laughs> without side effects. And also highly cost effective and just have all kinds of side benefits instead of side effects, um, if that makes sense. So that's, that's touching it, (laughs) but that's a kind of little history how I got into it and, and just how they work really. They're just, they're plants, they're highly potent plant medicines that when we produce them ethically and from the right sources,
0: um, they can do amazing things. Right. And it's more than just putting the essential oils in a diffuser. So I want to kind of make sure everyone realizes that, that there's certain oils you can put in food, in water, you know, they can change the taste of your food. I mean, just like spices wise, right? Yeah,
1: absolutely. So most people are actually consuming essential oils already without realizing it. I know that's a controversial topic and I only recommend doTERRA oils that are Uh, FDA approved for consumption for internal use. But as long as you have that supplement facts on the label, there is no reason why basil essential oil shouldn't be consumed because you're cooking up basil anyway. And yes, it might be more powerful, but you just use a lot less. So that's what I I teach a lot of is dosage. Um, And if someone's working with a specific medical condition, we do it in conjunction with their doctors, but we design basically regimens where You know, if someone has chronic arthritis, there is no reason why they shouldn't be consuming a high
0: quality turmeric essential oil
1: along with the herb, right? We can target things in different
0: ways. Yes. And you are so knowledgeable in all of this stuff. Like your your knowledge runs deep, you guys. She (laughs) and it's just from me using it for
1: myself. So that's the thing. Like I don't, I am not a certified aromatherapist. I am not a master herbalist. I have mentors who are who I consult with every day in my business and in my life. But it is from me just using them myself, doing research, learning a little bit every day, going to classes, you know, being part of a community of healers who are educating each other on different topics, you know, and it's just daily using it for yourself, for your kids, for your family, you'll become an expert. And I think everyone can become an expert because we need to, if we really want to be healthy, no one's going to do that for us. We have to research our health. We have to be empowered. And you just do a little bit every day, a little bit every week, and you get these experiences in your body that will make you want to share with other people. And then you start doing it with other people and you can start uplifting your communities. I mean, if women have babies in like rural parts of Mexico, you'll get these mama healers that come after they have the baby and give them these beautiful steam baths and herbs to help the woman heal after childbirth. We have nothing like that in our society. We don't take care of each other truly because we're so disconnected from the planet. So for me, essential oils were actually a way to heal my relationship with the earth and to use plants like with honor and respect and knowing what they're here to help us do. You know, a lot of people believe that, you know, whatever your beliefs are, whether you believe in God or creator, there's belief that everything we need to heal ourselves was put on this planet for us to do that. But we're just disconnected from that, so it's time to kind of reconnect to that. If there's going to be really any hope, <laughs> it's my personal belief. You know, we have to go back to that, or else
0: our health is in trouble, and the health of the planet is in trouble too. Yes, I mean, I'm getting fired up over here. Like, take off my sweater, fired up because <laughs> <laughs> get it off, girl. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I like to talk about. Yes. So the last, um, let's say. The last three episodes prior to this one, um, I believe if I'm counting correctly, have been about sovereignty and body autonomy, right? And it, finding empowerment in knowing how to care for yourself, knowing how to listen to yourself and listen to your body to know what it needs to heal, instead of, you know, really relying on this white coat syndrome that we're so conditioned to listening to and buying into in our culture so i just love that you just touched touched on that because that's that's what i'm really feeling called to put out into the world is you know body autonomy learning how to reclaim our own sovereignty and our own power Within healing ourselves and taking care of ourselves and living our best lives and trusting ourselves that we do know what is best for us, right? We don't have to just rely on everyone else. At the end of the day, we can make our own final calls and we have the most power to do that. So absolutely. Amen. (laughs) I'm all about that because you
1: you should have a good team, right? But ultimately you are the only one living in your body. You are the only one who knows what that is like. And so yes, someone might technically know more than you about a certain topic, but they still don't feel you. They're not you. So yes, you have to be the center of the circle. And then all of your team of doctors, healers, whoever are around you, but it's a team. It's a collective effort. Instead of someone just telling you, do this. Do this. And you saying, okay, right, ask questions, because the current system is not really set up for health. (laughs) I think we know that at this point, right? So we should all ask those big questions. And it starts with feeling, what do you feel in your body? And what's your body trying to tell you so desperately through lots of symptoms that we're ignoring and, and medicating away? or using bad habits to not feel. Absolutely.
0: And it takes practice too. It takes time and practice. Like you didn't know all these things about everything, you know, overnight, right? This is like you know, daily. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, you know, you can, I wouldn't ever recommend anyone listen to my podcast and hear that you can use lemon essential oil to cure cancer. And then just do what I do in the same way that you don't want to take, you know, you just need to gather information and become an information gatherer and then listen to your own body as to how to do that. And in the episode, if you didn't hear the episode before this, I, um, I talk about muscle testing, which is a really big deal for gaining that body autonomy, learning to listen to what your body and your subconscious knows that you need as a way of, you know, testing it within yourself, right? Oh yeah.
1: I I love muscle testing. I just actually was on a business zoom. We were talking about muscle testing. Um, your body knows your body keeps score. Your body will tell you things. So there, there are ways (laughs) to ask the body to tell you certain things, to release certain emotions. Um, our body is an incredible tool and vehicle. That's the thing. I think that's why I love natural health and healing so much is just developing that connection with your, with your body, which is incredible You know, the more you learn about it, the more you realize, oh my gosh, like this is a supercomputer and a vehicle and a (laughs) spiritual meat suit all in one. It it really is. If you start to look at it as a sacred vessel, which it is, you want to take care of it more. You want to take care of yourself more because you realize how precious this one body is that you have in this lifetime anyway. And so- use all the tools you have available to make your experience of, of life in this body. You were given the absolute best. Why not? You know?
0: Right. And I still go back to the fact that, you know, I almost died on the operating table. I bled out, lost, you know, 80% of the blood in my body after giving birth to my son. And I'm so thankful for that experience in so many ways because it really taught me how to love my body. It taught me how to love my life, it taught me how to love my body, respect it and just what it's actually capable of doing because it put me on this journey to natural health that has opened my eyes, i mean blown my mind as to what is going on. I I used to just rely on pharmaceuticals and western medicine my whole life because that's all i knew until i realized i needed to take things into my own hands, right? So Anyway, that's beautiful. Um, yeah. So, for the sake of time, let's go on to the last little section that I want to talk about, which I don't even know much about. I'm super excited to hear more about it. So, um, it's a, these stem cell patches that Alina's been working with lately. So, Alina, why don't you tell us all about that? Sure. So,
1: I have been, I'm like, I call myself a multi passionate entrepreneur. I get really into whatever I feel like spirit leads me to. So, I was led to these. Uh, basically a new invention, new product line of patches that help the body produce stem cells and for the body's own stem cells to work better. And so this was intriguing to me because number one, it's a natural product. And I, I really try to use only the best natural things on my body and on my family's body. And it also works with crystals. It works with light, but it's super scientific and there's tons of patents and research on it. And it's able to deliver these activating your stem cells in a way that you don't have to get injections that's how you get stem cells typically is you have to have them injected and they are very very expensive and you don't know if they're going to work or not and there's risks of the surgery and of the procedures and so this is a way that you can skip all of that and still benefit from stem cell therapy so i've been using them just again as my body as an experiment During my pregnancy, once I realized they were kid and pregnancy safe, um, and I have been able to alleviate really all of my pregnancy symptoms, I was having horrible morning sickness and I have my oils for that and it worked awesome most of the time, but I had to keep using them Um, and helps with my energy. My hair has gotten a couple shades lighter. So that has blown my mind a little bit because my hair is starting to turn the color it was when I was a child, which was this uh, very light blonde and now I have very dark blonde hair. So I'm already seeing some age reversal happening from uh, really waking up my body's own stem cells and my kids love them (laughs) so if they're feeling a little sick or low energy or just under the weather they will ask for a sticky patch or a sleepy patch (laughs) um, or other cute names that they have for them. So the company is called LifeWave. The inventor is David Schmidt. um, And the stem cell product is called X39. But there are several other patches um, that I've been experimenting with. And again, it just, it reflects the body's own light back to you in a certain frequency that starts a chain reaction of various things um, and of healing in the body. So uh, really cool stuff. seeing some really cool results from people already helping parents with, uh, say, dementia, for example, um, or really long-lasting chronic illnesses. I know a a woman who lost her sense of smell for over 20 years and the stem cells brought it back. (laughs) So it's just these things that are happening that really shouldn't happen. It just goes to show that if the body is supported correctly, it can do amazing things to heal itself. And a lot of this stuff is just starting to come out that um, to the surface. I think as more and more people are breaking that paradigm that you talked about, that white coat paradigm, you know, we're so grateful for doctors, but there has been some control and some um, suppression of natural health therapies for a long time. And they're starting to, I think, bubble to the surface as people are begging for solutions, you know.
0: Love it. Well, I will be in touch about that because that sounds like something (laughs) I'm always looking for new ways of healing. So me too. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Well, how can, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you if they're interested? And by the way, she does private yoga and group yoga. So if you ever wanted to just hire a private yoga instructor, either virtually or in person, she is definitely your girl. You definitely want to follow her on social media, which I will put the information in the show notes on that. But how is the best way for people to get in touch with you?
1: I would say, If anyone wants to chat with me about anything that we went over tonight, or is just has questions is curious about some of the things that I do, shoot me an email, um, Alina Hall yoga. It's a L I N a H a L L like a hallway yoga at gmail.com. And let's chat. Um, I don't charge for consultations, um, and connecting with people. And then I'm also on Facebook, Alina Hall yoga on Facebook. And it's, even though it's yoga page, it's kind of my central hub for everything that I do. And if you happen to be in St. Pete, I do full moon yoga, um, every month on the full moon on the beach. So that's a really beautiful practice, but yeah, I practice virtually over zoom or FaceTime as well. I can do guided meditations and, and things like that for groups. So, um, anything to help people be happy and healthy
0: is, uh, that's what I love to do. Right. And I also want to say that she's not just an oil distributor because I I get my oils through her. Um, But anytime I have an oil question, I just text her. Yeah. My child is having a problem with this. What do I give him? You know, like, and she's so, so sweet and responsive all the time. So very reliable. Um, And because, you know, when you get oils and you don't really know what to do with them, it can be really overwhelming. Right. Absolutely. That's really what I
1: do is I don't just sell oils. I, um, You're part of my oil family <laughs> when you get started with me. So I'm your, you know, your natural health kind of hotline, <laughs> if you will, and uh, I love doing that. You know, that's why DoTerra is set up in the way that it is, is so that you have a buddy because I think we can go to health food stores and just get totally overwhelmed. There's nobody that you know checks in with us afterwards, and and there should be. You know, I, I encourage everyone to find a naturopath if you if they are allowed to practice in your state, <laughs> or an acupuncturist, or some other natural uh, holistic health expert to have on your side because they are invaluable. And, and the more you learn, the more you'll start to remember, oh yeah, that's right. And, and get healthier, you know? Yes. And feel more empowered. Mm -hmm.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. You're (laughs) so
1: welcome. Thank you for having me. This is Such a blessing to get to talk about literally like all of my favorite things. (laughs) So thank
0: you. Right. I know. I love it. All right. Well, um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And if any of this spoke to you today, or if you know anyone that needs to hear any of this information, please share it on social media, share it with your friends and family. We want to get the word out as much as we can to heal. The mission is to heal the world naturally. Yes. So thanks again, Alina, and I will catch you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of My Inner Tiger. Before you go, I have a free gift to offer you. If you're anything like me and struggle with overwhelming feelings of stress and anxiety on a regular basis, I invite you to download my Freedom in 5 formula where you'll discover how to change your state in less than five minutes. This is my beautiful gift to you and cost $0. So head on over to myinnertiger.com forward slash freedom to download this now. Also, if you loved what you heard today, please rate and review this podcast on iTunes so I can keep the ball rolling. And finally, if you're not already, come follow me on Instagram at myinnertiger for more juicy goodness and fun inspiration. I can't wait to connect with you there. Now, my dear friend, go out into this world and create some magic. I'll catch you on the next episode.